Talk, talk, talk. That's all she ever does. What could she possibly be talking about now? Well, you never know, but you can bet it'll be a little bit of everything with a spice of sassy mixed in. It's Middays with Mizzy. Here's Steph. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to be back with you. I was off on vacation last week. Absolutely did nothing. <laughs> I felt bad for the kids. Mom of the year right here. But uh, this is a new forte for us. We're going to be bringing you podcasts each and every week. And who knows what we're going to talk about. Whatever is, I guess, moving me that day. Some people listening in today might think, wow, she's got balls talking about that. And whether you've got them or you know somebody who does, today is a topic you're going to want to stick around for. Because we're going to be talking about men's health today. Matt King is actually on the line with me from Niagara. Regional Police Services. He's the co-chair of the TELUS Ride for Dad. Matt, thanks so much for uh, for coming on to my first podcast today. That's awesome. Thanks, Steph. Uh, like you said a few minutes ago, it's a touchy subject and one that we need to talk about because it's not so bad. Once you start talking about it, then yeah. that's what all it's all about. It kind of makes it okay, right, to talk about it. And yeah. like, I think the more that we do talk about it, the more familiar that people will become with talking about it. It's interesting because our, our friendship came to be because of the TELUS Ride for dad and and you heard me briefly talk about my own dad's fight with prostate cancer and i i'd mentioned off the top here that i'm personally connected to this organization because of that now dad had passed away like 20 plus years ago what many people don't know is that my dad was an incredibly healthy man he was still doing marathons looking great and yet he developed this disease he was only 46 years old and he started to show signs signs as simple as a sore back that was his very first sign that something wasn't quite right. And uh, he went from running those marathons to basically being able to barely walk up a flight of stairs. What's interesting is that, you know, my mom, my dad as well, my mom's a nurse, they went in time and time again to doctors and said, here's a list of, of symptoms of prostate cancer. Why can't he get tested for this? And, and he was told, no, you know, it's just not possible that you could be this age and have prostate cancer. And it wasn't a doctor who actually looked at him and said, you know what, we should get you tested for something. It was our dentist. Our dentist took one look at him one day and went, yikes, you're not looking good, Ken. And, and he was only 48 when he was given that medical blow that would change his and our lives forever, that he had stage four prostate cancer. Now, Matt, you might know this, and I know that a lot of people don't know this, like the PSA test. That's what a lot of people talk about. What is this PSA test? Like, And it it's funny because today when I was, I was getting ready to sit down and chat with you, and I thought I really should make sure I know exactly myself. <laughs> what, a, what a PSA test is. And it's basically like the PSA is a protein produced by cells in the prostate. And so you want right. to get that test done early, right? Yep. So the best the best uh, rule of thumb now is that if you have someone in your family that uh, has prostate cancer, um, you can go as early as you really want to, um, even as early as 30. And that will give a baseline. And then any further tests or if there's any changes in symptoms or any onset of symptoms, then they'll know, okay, well, yeah, your prostate went up from the last time you had it done because the best thing is zero. The best number right. you want to see is zero. So, uh, you know, if you come back and, and the prostate, there's some kind of, you know, number Blip. that goes with yeah. that, mm -hmm. then, yeah, then they, then they can say, okay, we need to look at this further. We need to do active screening or we need to do something. Um, but if they don't have a baseline, then we won't know where it was at. It's interesting because when I was looking up what the normal range of a PSA test is, it's zero to 2.5. Yep. And when my dad was diagnosed at 48 years old with stage four prostate cancer, 
cancer, his PSA was 102. Yeah, that's not good. It was nuts, right? And I mean, it traveled to both his shoulders and hips and his sternum. And I remember when they told us that I was shocked, of course, you know, that we were hearing the word cancer with him. But I was equally as shocked that he had cancer that I had never heard about. Four years he had prostate cancer. You know, at the time, the only thing that he could get, the only form of treatment were hormone injections. And then when they didn't work, it was chemo treatments and then radiation Mm -hmm. and then weird herbal tea concoctions from China, you know. I mean, they basically did everything they could to try to stop the spread of this horrible disease. And, you know, the thing that kills me the most is that four years later, body just couldn't take anymore and he died at the age of 52 from what so many people thought was an old man's disease. And a $25 PSA test is all it would have taken to have a doctor give him that news early on as soon as he started showing signs of prostate cancer. 25 bucks, he might might be alive today. And, you know, it is shocking to me that at that time, you know, 50, that was the magic number. Well, he's not 50. I remember even at the time, my dad writing an article, he said, you know, there shouldn't be an age limit for people to take this test. My mom, after my dad passed away, became a huge advocate herself for men's prostate health. And Interestingly enough, as a woman, she became the leader of men's prostate uh, cancer groups in Nova Scotia. And so that actually gave her the ability to be introduced to some of the big minds in prostate cancer. And and they're part of the reason, along with so many other men who have prostate cancer, uh, are part of the reason why you see that PSA test now has no age limit on it, essentially. And you can go in, right? You can go in and ask for a PSA test. Yep. You just ask your doctor that you want to have the test done, and then it's a, it is it's as simple as a blood test. It's not it's not the big scary right. examination or anything. It's a blood test that uh, can be done in in minutes. Now I told my story. What's your story, Matt? Like why are you so attached to uh, to Tell Us Ride for Dad? I mean, we know it's a great organization, but a lot of times many of us get involved in these organizations because we have a personal connection to them. So. Um, being a being a police officer and and being around a lot of uh, a lot of guys, yeah. um, people talk and there's gym talk and there's locker talk and stuff like that and and uh, it just came around that uh, one of the guys that I work with um, had uh, prostate cancer. It came up in a conversation and and uh, and I was like, well, really? And same thing. We're young guys. We're you know he was in his in his early forties, and and it just think well what what can we do about it right. and uh, and then I found out that uh, Niagara Regional Police was involved with motorcycle ride for dad and prostate cancer and it just made a fit. I had a motorcycle, and it was something that uh, that worked out and that's how I got involved and and in the sense I've lost a couple of friends, mm-hmm. um, coworkers too prostate cancer and I've got a couple that are fighting right now and I'm just doing my best to uh, to make sure that their fight is worth it and that uh, you know I can do everything that I can do to help them you know it's funny because I, I mean as a woman I always think that men like to talk about their junk but it's <laughs> not really the case at all right I mean a lot of guys you know don't like to talk about any of their nether regions especially if it is concerned with uh, something that is as scary as the health of those uh, regions but I feel like once you tie motorcycles into it, suddenly it's like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I totally can talk about that. <laughs> about that. Uh, and this year, you know, the, the ride for dad you and I have done for what four years.
years now at least. Yep. yep. And, um, you know, I always love that every year we get a chance to get together down Niagara on the Lake and we see huge amounts of people that come down there and support the, uh, the ride for down. Now, of course, COVID came in, changed everything. But I love that the ride still stayed the same. You guys didn't pull the plug on this. No, um, the big thing that we wanted to to get across is that uh, COVID-19 or not, um, prostate cancer is still killing men um, across Canada, around the world. So um, we still need um, we still need to pump research dollars, and we still need to put awareness out there that this is still out there. And so what we did, um, keeping in mind for all the social distancing and everything else, was we put together a. Uh, idea called ride alone together so basically is that you would uh, you're given a route um, in Niagara or whatever region you're listening from um, you get that route and you do the route you raise some money um, pledges and stuff like that and uh, ride the route take some photos at our sponsor locations and uh, and then we got some money that goes towards prostate cancer research and awareness here in Niagara and you know it's just as you're mentioning that I mean it's one of the hardest things that I think that my mom and dad had to go through was the fact that they weren't able to get these treatments in Sydney, that where we lived. They had to travel five hours out of the way. When you're feeling miserable, that's the last thing you want to do is hop in a car, stay at some weird place, you know, whether it's friends, family, hotel, whatever, and now get all these treatments. But the nice thing is, is that, you know, right here in Niagara, we're able to get these treatments and you guys have helped to continue to, you know, pump money into those, into those facilities. Where does some of the money gone towards? So we have, uh, last year, we put uh, $25,000 towards uh, Niagara Health Systems. Um, they're actually looking at uh, studying, um, basically, it's it's a, a gel product that they um, use to push the good stuff out of the way so that the bad stuff can be um, better uh, radiated so that it doesn't, you don't have as much side effects. Because the side effects are, that oh. are, are to a man, are, are are horrible. Yeah, absolutely. They're absolutely horrible. So that study um, was basically having a product that was injected in it helped to uh, space out and got better uh, treatment to the uh, prostate. So cool to see how far they've yeah. come with uh, with all the different advances. You know, even oh, yeah. in the 20 years that uh, my dad's gone, that, you know, to see how far those advances have come uh, and, and because of great fundraisers the raisers like the Tell Us Ride for Dad, for sure. You know, one of the things that I love about the Niagara um, chapter of the Tell Us Ride for Dad is the familiar faces that I get to see each and every year. And I kind of feel like as time has gone on, it's sort of become like a family event. You know, you see more people come from the same family. And are you finding that too? Yeah. Um, it is. It's a family event. And I think that you hit the nail on the head that... Um, that this doesn't just affect the man, um, this affects a dad, this affects a mom, this affects kids, and that's why we have, like, every every Saturday, it's the Father's Day weekend of, of, uh, of the year, the Saturday of Father's Day weekend, we get together, and it's kind of become, like, almost like a homecoming for a lot of people, and they'll get together, and if they don't ride, they'll come down and they'll help direct the riders, or they'll come down and they'll just cheer us on when we leave. Um, it's nothing, nothing gets my heart better when, uh, when the bikes pull out, everyone turns their engine on and we all pull out and there's a crowd of people who are lining the streets on both sides and, uh, 
it's it's just so cool to have that support. Yeah, it really is. I and, it and is. even as somebody who doesn't ride, I just I love I just love being part of it and going down yeah. and seeing all the great bikes and hearing the rumble of the engines and and yeah. like you say, just the camaraderie that goes along with the with the event is is really something to to uh, take in. Now, of course, you know we aren't able to all get together this year. That's why you have the um, ride alone together. I love the name, by the way, ride yeah. alone together. It's very very yeah. cool. Um, so, what's the route that we're going to be taking this year? So the route is is basically a compilation of of routes we've had over the year, and just for uh, front line is we have uh, starting off at one of our major sponsors is Claire's uh, Harley Davidson. Um, so we start off there, we make our way into uh, St. David's, down to Virgil, and then take Highway 55 right down to Queen Street, which ties right into the beautiful Niagara Parkway, and it's it's one of the best scenic routes you're going to have in in, uh, in this part of Canada. Yeah, right down by the falls, all the way down to Fort Erie, and then uh, it goes inland, um, and uh, basically you winding through the wine country, and then ending up at uh, Claire Cycle again, hitting one, hitting a couple of our sponsors, Welling County Motorcycle Club, who has been fantastic support for us over the years, stopping at their clubhouse for a quick photo op, and then uh, another uh, sponsor along the way is Gales Gasoline. Um, Gales Fuels has been a fantastic sponsor for us, and, and we can't uh, thank them enough for being able to uh, give us some money to be able to support this and make it work. Yeah, Gales are, are excellent, as well as Claire's yeah. as well. Yeah, they're both great, great friends uh, here at the radio station. Uh, yeah. So we got to get people signed up. You know, I know that some people might have been... I found anyway myself during COVID that even though I might have been on top of things, there's lots of stuff that kind of slid. <laughs> it was like, yep. oh, now I got to get back going and get going with it. So people still have time that they can register, right? Yep, they can register. They just go to rideforDad.ca, and then uh, they can select. Um, there will be a link to the Ride Alone Together, and they just pick the area they're, they're in. So if they're in Niagara, they pick Niagara. And if they're not, if they're listening from somewhere else, then they can select their specific area and uh, go from there. And it's just a matter of uh, registering, and then they're going to get, with that registration, which is kind of cool, is they're going to get a, a T-shirt. A ride Alone Together t-shirt, um, a commemorative patch, and then a commemorative pin. So um, you're kind of getting some stuff, some swag along with your registration. Um, and then we're encouraging, don't just register, get out there and, and talk to a few people. Like if you talk to a few neighbors, you may get 10 or $20, but, uh, you know, it may seem like a little amount, but if we add all those together across the country, we're going to have a lot of money. Uh, Matt, you know, I never thought that I'd say that it's been a pleasure talking about testes, but it certainly has. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, this little piece of information has helped somebody even just to normalize the talk of men's health and prostate awareness and that early detection is the key with this cancer because it has a very high recovery rate if you yes. do catch it early enough. So we got to get those PSA tests administered. That's right. Take life by the balls. Get living. Till next time, <laughs> my friend, we'll talk to you soon. 